Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning head, turning ass, kicking machismo, dripping master podcaster, but I have not come alone today, sitting next to me, a man with a voice so velvety smooth, you could rake your balls on it all day long and not get one lick of friction. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, it's very, very, very true. That's why he's here. Uh, sitting next to me, Mr. Eddie James Shepard. Why the fuck are you here? Because your addiction to Ghostbusters and Friday the 13th is similar to my addiction for the Halloween franchise. Okay. Well, a lot of people uh, are sort of mixed on this film. I think both you and I have a uh, more positive outlook on it. So let's, without further ado, let's get right down to it. On the count of three, oh, well, I guess I need a preface. We're watching the uh, beautiful... 1080p resolution uh, box set. I have the 10 disc edition. You have the 15, don't you? Well, fuck you. you. You have disposable income that I don't have. Actually, I got the 15 disc right after Finn was born, and that was kind of like Landry's gift to me, saying, hey, your life's going to suck for a little while, so enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I have the poor man's version of this film. It's still uh, beautifully restored. uh, Screen Factory, factory, yes, which is a subsidiary of a shout factory. All right, so what we're going to do, on the count of three, we're going to, well, on play. Three, two, one, play. All right, we're hitting the film. I'm going to cue the sound up a little bit so we can hear what the hell's going on. What do you think about this classic Universal logo? I love it. I used to always throw me off when I was a kid that, like, Halloween 2 and 3 were owned by Universal. Then right after that, it's like they dropped them. I'm not sure if they, uh, I'm not too sure that they just only had two film deal with them after the success of one. I think this movie might be the reason why they didn't continue uh, their partnership. Uh, I love the score to this movie. Um, This is, uh, it's John Carpenter and Alan Howarth, I think. I'll probably say in just a minute. And if I'm fucking wrong, I'm blaming it on you because I'm so nervous <laughs> sitting next to you. Tom fucking Atkins and his mustache. It is great. Yeah, I, I, I've, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm uh, quite hetero, but if I had to, uh, if I had to take a mustache ride on somebody, it'd be Tom Atkins. That's for sure. <laughs> Stacy Nell can actually have a, uh, have a story about her. I used to work in a newspaper. And uh, her cousin is named R.J. Nelkin. He's a, he's a professional race car driver. So I'm sitting at my desk doing my work, and uh, for whatever reason, he's he's there like doing a, you know some press for some uh, some race he's doing. I don't know. And uh, my my desktop on my computer was always just like the most macabre, fucked up, you know, shit. And for whatever reason, I had the you know the the the, uh, the European uh, oh, what do they call them. Press release. Oh well, no, no, no! It was the it was the poster, but it's the uh, the the horizontal poster. Anyways, I had that poster on the the back uh, the desktop of my computer, and he comes over and he's like, "Oh, you like that movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I love that movie." And he's like, "Well, my cousin was in that movie," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm thinking like, well, who the fuck is your cousin?" And and she and he was like, "Stacy Nelkin." I'm like, "Oh fuck." She shows her titties in this movie. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, and for a for a very very short uh, time, I was friends with her on Facebook, and then I realized that she was just some weird um, lady who wants nothing to do with Halloween. So I was like, "Well, I don't fucking want anything to do with you." It's funny with this movie too. Like, I, actually, back to the movie, not you're like talking about her tits. Like shit, that's half my enjoyment of this movie. They're they're magnificent. Well, like from all the stuff I've ever watched, like Tommy Lee Wallace always said that because it just showed Tommy Lee Wallace. Uh, they actually came to him for part two. 
and Rick Rosenthal got the movie instead because he, he said he really didn't want to do it. But then the opportunity part three came along and he did it. And the whole idea was, which all of you guys, if you've never seen this, Michael Myers is not in this movie. And that's why a lot of people are not a fan of this movie. Even as a kid, when I used to always go to like to the video store and rent these movies, I would never rent part three because everyone always said, well, Michael Myers isn't in it. It wasn't until I was older that I began you know, appreciating this well, movie more than First of all, the whole thing Michael Myers done is is not in this movie. It's a goddamn lie because he, he is he in this is movie in this for movie. about two seconds. <laughs> we'll get to that when that pops yeah, up. Yeah. So here we have our uh, our, our first uh, signal that something is uh, amiss leading up to uh, oh Halloween. That or this guy just likes to run at night. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have. Looks like he has a sweatshirt on. That's a sweater. That's a good way to you know it's, uh, you uh, cleanse your toxins. You gotta you gotta set the uh, <laughs> heat your heat your core up, strain all the juice out. Oh. He can outrun a fucking car. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. The air driving kind of slow though, so it's, it's it's okay. Oh yeah, well, I was, spoiler alert. Uh, I don't know why the fuck you'd be listening to this commentary uh, before you have seen this movie, um, but these uh, these gentlemen. "Quote unquote," that are that are chasing after him are are androids or robots. I don't know the difference. If Cameron, our friend Cameron, were here, he would uh, he would give me a full rundown on the differences and the, the whole backstory as to why I'm wrong. But, <laughs> uh, but the point is, they're they're not alive. They were all supposed to be uh, redheaded uh, robots, and they couldn't find enough redheaded actors. Thank God. <laughs> If you think about it, like it's funny. Like, I mean, <laughs> this man, this man, literally hid on a on a porch that had nothing hiding. It was just, it was just a railing, and he hid very well, apparently. Dude, he can outrun a car. He has camouflage abilities. This, he's he's got his. Why don't we just put the fucking mask on? I mean, at, at this point, oh, that up. car has reverse. <laughs> You didn't you, you didn't think that shit was gonna happen. <laughs> they would drive six feet and then back right up. You're like, wait a minute, that was that fucking guy. I'm going back. I'm gonna get this. The, guy. Or <laughs> robots have not. Uh, this is what 82, 82, 83. 80, I think it's eighty three ish. Yeah, well, I believe Halloween two came out in eighty one. It did. The, the the seminal year for slasher movies. You got the Burning coming out. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two, Halloween Two. With all these technological upgrades, you know, why why just choke him? You'd think they have, like, laser eyes or some shit. Yeah. Well, they're, like, androids on a budget, man. How fucking lucky. <laughs> this slight incline. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! Shit. <laughs> 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 I like that that's what killed the android. Mm. Like... Yeah, he, he was slightly crushed. Like a normal human being might have, like, uh, shoulder problems from the rest of his life from that injury. <laughs> this other guy just let it happen. Yeah. He watched it. He just watched well, it the happen. robots don't know empathy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, the soundtrack a little bit, if you think about it. Like, I'm really into, like, uh, Dario Argento, like, Italian horror movies. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Goblin a Goblin. little bit. Goblin. And if you guys don't know, like, Suspiria and shit, definitely check it out. Well, you fucking should know Suspiria. Suspiria is a beautifully uh, shot movie. Uh, 
Oh god, what is the name of the actress in Suspiria? I can't remember her name, but the... <laughs> uh, she's she's awesome because she's in uh she's in the Rocky Horror sequel and she's in uh, Phantom of the Paradise. She's uh she had well, I mean like to be fair, that was like 30 years ago. She's <laughs> she's a uh, she's aged a little bit since then, but uh, has such a crush on her um uh, here we have Stonehenge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so evidently, uh, the, the whole the whole gist of this movie is that you know they're uh, they've somehow managed to get a big chunk of Stonehenge over uh, into is it Santa Mira where this takes place? I believe place? so. Is it Santa Mira, or Santa Clara? Santa, I, I, I know it's a, it's a reference to uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, and here we have our first. Uh, Earworm of a song, that creepy. Those masks are badass, though. That that they are. Did uh, didn't Stan Winston make these masks? I think he may have. I know. No, uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Stan Winston. It was. Ah, uh... oh, shit. Oh, I can't think of his name. Because uh, he did. Uh, he did the mask for, um, like all the uh, uh, produced masks for uh, for the first Halloween. Like when you buy them in the store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh Don Post. Don, Don Post. Don motherfucking Post. Because those masks were so fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were. I do like if you go to a Trick or Treat Studios, I believe you can. St- I think you can still get all the original. You can. The the, the, the skull, the witch, and the pumpkin. Which I, pumpkin's always been my favorite. Uh, Trick or Treat Studios is awesome. I have the uh, Halloween two, um, Michael Myers mask. And uh, I know a lot of purists prefer the part one. It didn't fit um, Dick, Warlock. Dick Warlock's head correctly, so it looks strange, even though it's pretty much the same mask. But I like the shorter, the well, shorter neck. Wasn't Nick Castle just a taller guy anyway? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, uh, Dick Warlock was kind of short, and he lives just down the road in Johnson City. Um, shout out, Mr. Warlock. We we love you. Don't die. Yeah. Everybody's 2017 dying. 2017's been a shit year yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you might try to jerk him off. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, well, he's, he's on his knees. Oh, and he's passed out. He's just This is one of those he's like testing him. He's like, do what you, do what you want to do. <laughs> Nobody's like, going to know. It looks like his, his pants are unzipped, so uh-huh. it happened. He got out of his uh, his sweats because he's, he's ready to work up <laughs> another kind of sweat. Uh-oh. That was him saying hello. That's his robot <laughs> robot uh, greeting. I do like that, too. It's kind of a reference to the, the first two with kind of how Michael would come around corners. I never really noticed that, but that kind of kind of set the tone for it. Look at that beautiful mustache. Mm. His pubes look exactly the same. <laughs> These little kids are so fucking ungrateful, yeah. too. <laughs> oh. Well, their mom's a complete bitch, so... Is that Nancy Wallace? You know, I think it is. I've never noticed that. That is Nancy Wallace. I, I, I think that was another one of those, uh, let's connect the dots uh, between the this movie and the other movies. It's all ungrateful shits. You get what you get and like it. That is that is Nancy Wallace. There was no way. That's not. I've never noticed that. Wait, we learned something. Just you spent too much time staring at uh, Tom Atkins' uh, <laughs> pussy <stash>. muncher there. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, going on a little further on, that like basically like he has what I call William Shatner syndrome, where um, any woman will succumb to his charms just because 
he is who he is. Stacy meets Stacy Nelkin, you know, her character, and it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, I've got to go someplace. All right, well, let's fuck. And then they <laughs> She's do. Like, okay. She's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> He's a doctor. He specializes, his area of expertise is in <laughs> gyne- gynecological <laughs> studies. And yes, I, I just IMDb'd it. That is, it was Nancy Wallace. I've never noticed that after all these years. Well, congratulations on being able to use the internet to find something out. Hey, man. The like, you- 10-year-old kid of me is like, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so what, what is it about Halloween as opposed to other other slasher movies? I don't know, man. Like, when I was a kid, I used to... Uh, I used to always go and rent... I mean, like, it's so crazy to think that people don't go and rent videotapes anymore. Like, it's like it's like a... Well, I, can, I, can, I understand why people don't rent well, re- 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 yeah, video yeah. tapes now. The technology and like the, the picture quality is amazing. <laughs> He's going. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but like when I used to watch, you know, um, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch Halloween one and two all the time, and I bought them on tape because every year around Halloween they'd always put out like shitty re-releases of yeah. Halloween two on tape. So I always have to like you know, there's a different cover. I'm like, well, I like this cover more, so I get that one. Uh, I remember at a a video store when I lived in Indiana, I got Halloween 4. So Halloween 4 has always been really, like, one of my favorites because of that when I was a kid. But whenever I'd be sick home from school, I would literally just watch all the Halloween movies. And it just for some reason, I've always liked Michael Myers because there was, especially in the earlier ones, there really wasn't a whole lot of backstory why he was doing what he was doing. It seemed to me, I, I like that. I, I like the sort of the blankness of the characters' motivations. I mean, the the second movie gives you clear motivations. Okay, you know, Laurie's his sister and all that. Yeah, but at the same time, you still don't know why yeah. he's doing it. And then the thing to me as a kid, like if you think of Friday the Thirteenth, you know, Jason's already died as a kid, or at least you're led to believe he died, and he, or you don't know if he's just you know he keeps coming back, keeps coming back. Freddie, you know, he, he was dead and he kills people in their dreams. Michael was always the one that was the realist. That, that terrible. Yeah, oh, you think about it. Like, he was the, the realist motherfucker. How, how do you think out of the real out of the big three, big three horror movie <laughs> franchises, he was the one that was just a normal guy. Yeah, he, so he's very, very normal in, in his uh, extracurricular pursuits. <laughs> he's going to lay down on this beautiful leather couch in his office. I mean, he's just—he's getting ready because he knows somebody's about to kick the door down and just uh, ride dirty on him. <laughs> if you walk in the mud, you can fuck in the blood of Wu-Tang. <laughs> True. No condom with Tom Atkins. <laughs> you get pregnant, you get, I think you he get might, an abortion. He, he might have that mustache to hide some burps. That's why it's so damn thick. He's hiding oh, something. You don't, you don't uh, fornicate like Tom Atkins does and not pick something up. It's, it's funny, too. Like, you, you watch this, it kind of kind of gives you the Halloween 2 vibe with that hospital, but I feel like it's kind of the same little setup. I, I like the hospital aesthetic a lot. Um, you'd think that it... I mean, I guess it's probably expensive to shoot 13. No. I wonder what that's in reference to. The franchise that is uh, currently making more money than this one. Uh. <laughs> but, but the very exciting thing is we keep getting news out. Oh, he's going to chloroform. He's going to try to stick his robot dick in him. Oh, he's just going to fist him. <laughs> oh, 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 no, he's going to pinch his nipple. <laughs> Got your nose! <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think of a shittier, really shittier way to die than getting your eyes gouged out. Uh. Oh. 
that's a, that was a really cool that looked fact. really great yeah for, especially for the time not, not, not no, so no, much no, 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 <laughs> now it looks like he's wearing a latex mask he's got some fucking hairy arms <laughs> I hate for him to go all longshoreman on you you leave about half of that inside of you. And the fucked up, the guy just wipes his fucking blood <laughs> on a curtain. Why the fuck? And why would he care? He's a fucking robot. Like, does he have... Uh, why is he wearing gloves to begin with? Does this robot have fingerprints? Listen, bitch. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a, there's, a, there's a woman screaming and he's not the one responsible for it. He's Who like, the fuck's <laughs> fucking her? There's a... She's got more than one hole. Let's... Get it out, bitch! <laughs> Come on! Oh, I'm sorry, you're too hysterical to listen to. I'm gonna... I'm gonna jog. I keep my heart rate up. <laughs> I'll make a love later. <laughs> I gotta be prepared. Also, love it in like in the eighties. There's like there's no security like anywhere. No. No, you they, could, they were smoking in there, and there's <laughs> oxygen tanks and shit. Like, come on. Well, <laughs> guy has no emotion. Oh. Wipes his gloves. Oh. Where's his gloves? <laughs> Why did he wear gloves to begin with? If he's just gonna blow himself <laughs> up, did it really matter if he wiped your hands? Oh off? man, indiscreet. I mean, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's a MacGruber yes, reference. Yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> this movie's just a big MacGruber ripoff. Oh, everybody stands around like, well, you think he's okay? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's... We're at a hospital. Should we try to help him? <laughs> no uh, one helps. They're no one sad. bothers running to like, well... this he... Here, like, the fire marshal over here. Look, this, this, some, this is some fucking acting. Look what he does with his hands. He's just clenching them. He don't know what to do. What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> he's like making offers to jerk them off. Yeah. What? Who is he? He he's reacting to people who aren't even there. And the guy's like, no, let's let's pretend like we're talking. I'm gonna drink my coffee. Oh. He's drinking drinking that mask off. He's very impatient. He doesn't want this, this uh, guy with the white hair just keeps walking back and forth. That's that's his role. He got paid money <laughs> to, to, to break the field of view uh, to the uh, infinitely more charismatic Tom Atkins. How many fucking people are in this room? They just keep exiting. <laughs> that's why you only see like that one peripheral yeah, wall yeah. right there. I, I, Was he impatiently waiting for the phone? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the only phone, no. like... Look at this. He's putting the pieces together because on not only is he a doctor, he's also a fucking Sherlock Holmes. Mm. I've seen this fucking mask before. My kids have this mask. <laughs> and I hate oh. my kids. That's <laughs> why so I got him this shitty, <laughs> this shitty costume to get at Woolworths. <laughs> uh, I'm a little too young for that, but like my brother used to always wear those shitty ass costumes when he was a kid. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to clean that shit up. Like, no. <laughs> just let's. <laughs> what way to instill um, confidence in your uh, in your patients than uh, the uh, smoldering wreckage of a man who committed suicide? And there she is, Stacy Napkin. Look at those eyes. She is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, she's she's obviously aged considerably since then, but I mean, she's she's an attractive uh, older lady. 
But, uh, you know, given my uh, preference, I'd be pulling Tom Atkins on, on her back then. I, I don't really get that, like, unless it's just the cost-effective way. But when they lifted it up, they only showed her. But they literally saw this, showed this man die in his face. Why not just give him a big reveal and show the whole thing? Because they saw how shitty that, uh, that <laughs> yeah, mask they put shitty. on him. He's literally undressing her with his eyes. Yeah, well, right he's going to be undressing it with his, uh, his hands uh, sooner or later. He wheels her naked and the clothes just fall off of her. This guy back here with the, uh, the pipe. I don't know. He looked like uh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> like a naked guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, the sub, that's the subplot of this movie is that Frank Drebin's on the case, <laughs> so nothing's going to get done. <laughs> Just want you to know we're all counting on you. not there. (laughs) Mm. He kind of has a wonky eye. I don't know if you see that. She felt it. She felt it. A muff diving accident. I didn't think. uh, This is like a a lot of sexual tension in that look. Oh man. There's something I don't get because I mean, spoiler alert. We all kind of know who what she is. Uh, she was given bodily yeah, but, fluid right but, but, but is she, is she a, a robot right now? That's a good question. Does she become a robot later on? Because that's one of those, like, it kind of just happens, like, you know, later on they're in the car and, you know, oh, I'm a robot, blah. I don't know if she made a Dracula noise, but, uh, but, uh, for, I always assumed, uh, that one they, once they make it there, she's switched out. Um, because otherwise, like, I mean, come on, it, Tom Atkins knows the, knows the difference between robot and, and the real thing. He, Unless they're just really intricate, like, like, even in 2017, like, these sex dolls are fucking super realistic. Dude, but Tom, they don't talk to Tom you. Atkins fucking knows the difference. <laughs> he knows what those guts feel like. Uh, yeah, he, he gets up in them, he's, he's, tuck, go, he's tuck your fucking shirt in, guy. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's his, that's his, uh... Oh no! I guess that is his shirt. I was trying to say that's his, that's his handkerchief for cleaning up messes he's about to make. I think he likes to finger blast chicks in the office, and he wipes his hands on it. Smells it later. At least I hope so. Oh man, um, it's better than uh than the android wiping his hand on the drapes. <laughs> it's like it's like eight o'clock in the morning, and he's <laughs> he's smoking he's, a cigarette. <laughs> Drinking, taking a shot, watching fucking cartoons yeah. at a bar. This is my kind of bar. This is shit on the walls. I mean, it's a very interesting. Uh, it's like turn that shit uh, off. Oh, uh, uh, there you go. There's your Michael cameo. cameo we so. get two. Oh, did they show it later on as well? <clears throat> what do you What do you expect? I mean, like, what if you had to if you had to guesstimate? Like, what what is the Silver Shamrock budget for advertising? Because they're on every fucking channel like twenty four hours a day. But then again, if they're a big conglomerate and they're you know, controlling all this, they're probably not paying them either. Yeah, and they're in their factories <clears throat> in the middle of fucking nowhere, um, and they and they they ship out like individual to hand. Like, I mean, I, there's there's a lot of holes in this. Uh, hey, like that uh, Pat Benatar hair you got there. Very much. I was thinking that as well. Uh, how did how did she how did she know that he was there? Maybe maybe she is a robot now. Maybe or like she just she she picked up on his stank. Like he <laughs> he, he secreted a pheromone. It was so strong. I can that... Smell your fucking handkerchief out here. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these bitches? 
I have a thing for women with tiny mouths. I know it's kind of irrelevant. To no, like, like her, I can definitely <laughs> see it in her, like, yeah, her, her nose to mouth, to, like, <laughs> jawline ratio. I can understand, like, what you're saying. I see yeah, it, too. Yeah. She has kind of like Sigourney Weiner. Uh, yes, yeah, Sigourney, Sigourney Weiner. <laughs> Sigourney <laughs> Weaver eyes. Sigourney she does, Weaver. She does. I see it. Like if you looked at it, like if you just put your hand up and you looked at her eye, I could definitely. Which is see which that. is exactly how I would do. <laughs> Some people call it rape. I call it making love. So. <laughs> but, yeah. I see for the record, he said that, not me. I have a, I have a, a, a fairly uh, intolerant stance on rape. This uh, guy over here, on the other hand. I do a lot of stuff with professional wrestling. There's no, there's no such thing as rape in the locker room. That's true. There's a lot of questionable things that go on. Is that, is that a sweater, Frankenstein, back there? Oh is my that god, that that, that is that is beautiful. Every fucking store, regardless, because this, this looks like a uh, like a sporting gourd, sport, sporting goods store. Um, but they've got a Frankenstein, a beautiful Angora Frankenstein sweater, and you've got your mask displays. I see some wiffle ball bats. Uh, this, is, this was her dad's shop, correct? Yes, it is. You ever think her dad maybe had like weird sexual thoughts about her? <laughs> you know, you're probably right. Yeah. Hey, when he says some weird shit, I mean, let me look at this place. Like, what self-respecting human being owns a, a creepy <clears throat> wiffle ball bat slash mask store. This could almost be like a Vincent drug store, but in the West <laughs> instead of the East. I do, I do like how they have the mask set up. Like, as a kid, that used to always get me so excited when you go to a store and they're already putting all the masks up. But like, seeing that as a kid, I would have, like, marked out so hard. Oh, my God. This year has been, I mean, every year it seems like they start putting up the, uh, the Christmas stuff, like, sooner and sooner. Yeah. I know that's a cliche. But I went... I was with my my parents. They were they were in town. This has been like like a month ago, and they were at Kmart, and they had already started putting the Christmas stuff out, but not not a fucking drop of Halloween stuff. And it made me so angry because uh, I mean I don't, I very rarely buy anything because most Halloween stuff is shit these days. But but still, I I like to I like to peruse. And he's got a six pack for the road. It's, fucking, it's like eight in the morning. This guy was at a bar. She picked him up. They went to her dad's shop. Then he picked up another six pack. Like he knows what he's doing. Oh man! Like, he's and, planting and the, the seeds. Right and now. those are for him. He wants her sober. Is <laughs> like he he's gonna conquer that uh, that that awaiting. They leave the door wide open. Yeah. They left the door wide open to. His it was shop. the it was the eighties. Nobody nobody feared. Uh, uh, you know, intruders, even though they, they probably should. These keep, the creepy decapitated kid hands <laughs> on, the, on the TV uh, screen is pretty damn scary. There's a cat well, walking on the organ. At least kind of makes a little bit more sense now because, you know, they filmed the first Halloween movie in California, so you can see mountains and shit. At least they actually based this one in California, yeah. and it makes a little bit more sense. It's hard to <laughs> explain mountains in Illinois. Santa Mira, yeah. Who is the uh, old man in RoboCop, the, the character they're referring to? RoboCop was one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I'm sure eventually I'll, I'll get to it, but uh, it'll be basically just me verbally jacking off <laughs> Paul Verhoeven. Uh, it, that, that, that movie is, uh, there's so many layers to it. It's like a, It's like an onion, but it's delicious. 
He li- Robocop literally walks on fucking water because he's Jesus. <laughs> it's, a, it's a brilliant, brilliant he, movie. He also helps Sting escape a cave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have capital combat. Was that a was that an actual pay per view or was that a, a no, clash? No, was no, clash? no. It was it was an actual pay per view. Uh, unrelated, I'm getting off track from the from the movie we're watching here, but uh, I have uh, the NECA RoboCop uh, figure, and then I have the uh, Defining Moments uh, Great American Bash uh, Sting, Sting <laughs> and I have them uh, they're they're next they're next to each other because uh, they're best friends for life. I know I love it when you send me little uh, eBay T-shirts of RoboCop and Sting together. <laughs> it's, so happy. it's constant. I look I look for that shit all the time. Um, I mean, at, let's just be honest, it's one of the worst things that ever happened in wrestling, but I, but I have nostalgic feelings about it because I was like the perfect age demographic when that shit was going down. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. You no, know, they, 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 well, they're out of business, so evidently not, not too well. Oh, man. There's the Silver Shamrock Factory. Okay, how about this? Get back to that gas station. See if they know anything. Get some condoms and <laughs> some lube. Ah, you're not gonna need any lube. Your tears will do just fine. Let's do a little spinning will be fine. This uh, this motel is uh, is pretty creepy in of itself. There's something about roadside motels in general, especially like right next to a creepy automotive gas station. Well, like the weirdest thing is when you, when you meet the family here in a little bit. That family's fucking standing there with their kid. It's super sketch. Why would you go there with your kid? Uh, so he's already he's already laid claim to it. It's cozy, it's quiet, and the price is right. Yes, yes. His beautifully uh, painted pink doors. He thinks he's all sneaky. He's gonna sneak off and check the check the ledger while. She's expected to, to do felonious and fallacious things to this gentleman <laughs> to keep him uh, entertained while Mr. Atkins... Let's just be honest. He could have went, went in there and just beat the dog shit out of that guy for the information. <laughs> and he would have took it, too. I'm sorry, Mr. Atkins. I won't let it happen again. Oh, yeah. That is one stylish sweater the gentleman has on as well. I find it odd that this whole community is just randomly Irish... <laughs> it's their box of sex toys. Yeah, oh man! <laughs> you see me rolling. Yeah, well, we, shouldn't shouldn't you be at work? Hey, sir. Hey. Hi. <laughs> He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he looks at you. <laughs> Token uh, family of uh, oh, oh my god! I kind of I kind of take some issue with this little fucking kid too. Uh, I know you watched it twenty five years old. Yeah, he had a lot of bad things to say about horror movies. About he's, that guy, he's he's all he's all grown up. Uh, he's. I mean, t- to be fair, at least he participated in the, uh, the in the documentary. Unlike uh, the little kid from The Shining, who was so fucking traumatized that he he won't even like if you ask him about it, he'll like you know run away. I was about to say the same thing, but uh, but no, he was just given the uh, you know the, the arm and the uh, in the air. <clears throat> 
God damn, people don't you know how to park here. Shit. <laughs> no, evidently that isn't. A, that's that's his. That's a jizz rag in the back of his pocket. Cunt. I like his pants are a little too tight. Look at that man. She knows how to strut. Man, love to watch him strut. <laughs> she's she's writing down on that piece of paper all the things she wants to do sexually with him. It's a long fucking list. I only got so much time. <laughs> It's only what an hour and a half movie. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've got uh, they've got nothing but a they got like a five pound bag of peanuts and a and a keg of Gatorade to keep them keep them going. Protein and electrolytes. <laughs> Doing shots of Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gonna he's gonna IV drip it directly into his fucking heart. Seriously, look at this guy's pants. They are way too fucking tight. Man. Oh man, that's how they wore them back then. <laughs> it's like he's like he has a concealed weapon. Man. Oh, he cop. does. It's 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 not it's gonna it's not gonna be concealed all night. That's a dumb question, you bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna whack you in the face with my Johnson. Like, uh, oh, really? look at that! Look at that. That's all it took. He told it. He, he was like, "You asked a stupid question. I'm gonna fuck you." It feels back like well, she doesn't seem really. She seems willing, so I don't think it's really Rafferty's. <laughs> Rafferty's sausage. <laughs> they make two things in this town. And there's our Jamie Lee Curtis um, cameo uh, doing the uh, curfew announcements. I wonder how much money she got paid just to speak. At least she didn't have the short tits in this one. Oh, well. She should have. <clears throat> have you ever heard the rumors that she's a hermaphrodite? Yeah, I have. I have heard that, and I've never heard anyone disclaim them either, because I know she she doesn't. Her kids are adopted, and it always made me wonder. But I always found her really attractive, so it always gave me weird feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like even like like I thought she was cute like then, but she went through that weird phase in like the early nineties. But I think she's still pretty fucking hot. Oh now. my god, her and True Lies. She, oh yes, she could be she could be packing you know fucking Virgil's <laughs> dick down there. I don't care. St- st- Put it to the side and go to town. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of roaming cats in this town. Well, it's a curfew and there's no one else on the streets. Well, yeah, but the one person had the the, the foresight to bring their cat inside, and there's just a <laughs> random cat like strolling about at night. Fuck that cat! I wonder if there's like a robot that's in on patrol to to wrangle up all the uh, the livestock at night. I'm wondering if these are supposed to be like night vision or. Dude, that was state of the art back then. They gotta close as soon as he walks out. It's <clears throat> the balls on him, man. Well, I can fucking see him from here. His pants are so tight. <laughs> <laughs> they bail out towards the bottom. How many, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> easy, buddy. How? How did you see it? I hey, wasn't around. Can you see around corners? I, I heard your bottle jiggling around. <laughs> Oh man! You got the drink after that, Dario. You're gonna get herpes again. <laughs> I know plenty about Coggins. <laughs> I'll suck yours for some more of that hooch. <clears throat> Let me tell you something, brother. Maybe you took a fucking shower every once in a while. Well, how are you either, you piece of shit? 
fucking bumming cigarettes, bumming fucking booze. I've tried the swaggerty, swaggerty's uh, yeah. sausage plant. He's watching you, friend. I guarantee you that. I know he's watching you. Whoa! Oh man! Flush that dirty mouth of yours, boy. He does have very blue eyes. He has very clean teeth for a hobo. <laughs> I'm just assuming he sucks a lot of dick. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's your money making. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to keep it clean. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the dick sucking ring uh, underground in uh, Santa Mira. It's uh, very, uh, very profitable. I think it'd be a really weird switch here if the, the, or the, the Shamrock factory was actually like an underground like blowjob factory. It's like an underground sex ring. Well, that's the, see, and, and this this is this is all about legality. They get rid of all the kids. That way, there's no question that like whoever's blowing you is of age. See, it all it all ties together. Look at that swagger. I like that he's made like his own little section of like shit cars to go to sleep. Pretty swanky digs for a. Uh, where did he get that? Did he give him? Did he give him the booze? I didn't. I think he may have given. No, I thought he walked away with the booze. Oh, shit, he, he had a stash all on you, lying piece of shit. He's got electricity. He can't be too fucking broke. He's got cheese with his fucking bread, right? <laughs> that sounds fucking terrible. Hulk. That sounds awful. <laughs> Wait, we heard what you said. <laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna do it. <laughs> You're gonna earn your pay tonight. Go, go, robot uh, dick. Uh, uh. Oh, there we go, oh, Dick Warlock. There's a nice slurpy sound there. <laughs> I can't. You, know, you wanna go party? Yeah, let's go. Snort some robo cocaine. It's like motor oil. <laughs> it's more. It's motor oil and transmission. Mm. No, that's that's like a that's like a robo eight ball. <laughs> it's really dangerous. God damn people! This bitch. How did she don't know how to drive? And she blares her horn on. I can't wait for her to fucking die. She's. She, oh yeah, she gets like uh, the fucking like her like lips blown off for for easy access. She's like the, the Tina from Part 5. Like, I could not wait for Tina to Oh, die. my God. Part 5 uh, has the most uh, annoying cast of characters. They should have killed Tina off first and kept Rachel. Well, the reason they kept her alive so long is she was dating the director, I believe. No, she was dating, um... What's called? It can be. Uh, May, and maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Greg Nicotero. Greg Nicotero. Yeah. Back when he had that awesome, flowing, windswept hair. Kind of. Kind of. He's <laughs> going bald. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's show the exciting life of this spinster. It's got the chips in it. Look at this beautiful bathroom. <laughs> Dang it. 
Oh. Huh? Side boob. Lately. Side boob. Oh, there's some bush. Muff. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful, man. Like, bitch, like, that is so unnecessary. You should, you could have waited a, a few seconds longer and you would have been in the warm, <clears throat> the warm embrace of Tom Atkins' mustache. <laughs> it's super absorbent. You just look like a Zamboni over the eyes, <laughs> just dri- soaking up all the extra goo. The Ireland map back there. Yeah, almost like there was never a human being even in there. I like the random uh, picture behind her of the you know, gastrointestinal system. Yeah, because it's a hospital. <laughs> Shit. He's got the fucking booze. Where's that guy get that fucking booze from? I think that guy had money. And, uh, uh, remember when you were naked? Get back in that state of affairs. I like how it didn't take much for him just to be like, I just met you like two fucking days ago. Not even. It's like a day no. ago. Early 80s were a different time. Oh, man, like. My dad's dead. I'm all hot now. Oh, uh-huh. look at this shit. Look at this. <laughs> Andy's inside of her. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. It's like Andre the fucking giant. Oh, shit. He's on it. He's really yep. on that tip. Yep. Sucking things purple. <laughs> <laughs> the nipple's purple, but above it where the mustache is, it's just bright red. So oh, she's got really fair skin, so she's going to have, like, bristle bumps, like, all over her fucking body. I like how we speak of this. I like, because we know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the legend. you got to stay on the good side of uh, Tom Atkins, because, I mean, he'll fuck your mom. Like, he'll he'll do it. He doesn't care if she's attractive or not. It's just, it's... He's like Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Trapping around the, the country just spreading his uh, his uh, physical seed. Planting apples in your mom's vaginas. <laughs> so if... You know, if this movie had been successful, the whole landscape of the Halloween series could be completely different. I, I would, I would argue, in some regard, that might be a positive thing. I, I love Michael. I think Michael is is an awesome character, but I also think like some of his uh, not worth, but uh, some of his uh, legacy has been hurt by subpar sequels it's funny like because you may have talked about it before about how like if you go back and watch Halloween 5 like they you know even Mustafa Akkad you know one of the producers like was the one of the main enchiladas of getting everything going with Halloween 4 and 5 everything rolling again we gotta gotta watch this this chick's about about to eat it why would why would you fuck with this thing with a fucking bobby pin uh dumb bitches get what dumb bitches deserve 
like she took a fucking laser dick to the mouth. <laughs> Never mind that. He just literally <laughs> said, who cares? He doesn't fucking care. Oh, man. Oh, shit. This this looks awesome. Oh, look, look at all this. Easy, fuck. Look at that. Easy access. Her teeth are gone, too. Yeah. Oh, for, most of them. For no scraping. It's incredible. Oh, oh. That even looked... That looked so much better than when they killed the, the old man earlier. Oh. That's Tom Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I wandered in the wrong room. I drank a lot. <laughs> but like back when we were saying, like if, if you... <clears throat> he even said he rushed out Halloween 5 too fast. And if, if you watch Halloween 5 now, it feels like it's like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like, it's very cheap to me. And then they they kind of move apart. Oh man, <laughs> ass crack. Those goddamn tight jeans. But like like when like we've talked about like they have Busta fucking rhymes and Resurrection and Resurrection is a fucking terrible movie. Oh, I I have my issues with H two O, but I, I think ultimately like if that had been the like the end of the series, that was that was like a very poetic yeah. ending. You know, I hate that it disregards the the movies that came before it but at the same time like it gave a, a nice resolution to the whole dynamic between Laurie and Michael but you know for whatever reason they decided to make Resurrection and Rick Rosenthal who directed part 2 comes back um, so you've got a nice cohesion and it was an interesting idea but I just I felt like the, the story was a little aimless and you know let's let's have Michael go back to his House, like, because we don't have anything better for him to do. Yeah. Oh, here we've got Cochran. He's always playing uh, nefarious uh, business owners. The thing that always gets me, if you hear Cochran's voice, he has no Irish accent whatsoever. That's just racist of you to say. Well, like, well, God forbid that everybody else. Oh, it's Ireland. This Ireland. That's very. I think it's racist that everybody else sounds sounds Irish. I think it's. I think it was a bold choice for him to, to sound uh, like a uh, like a human being rather than a an Irish drone. How dare you, sir? I mean, if. This is the type of movie, like, the first time you see it, you, you probably don't appreciate it for its, like, nuances. But, like, all these, you know, they're supposed to be robots, and, like, they're very, they're very mechanical in the way they move. But until that revelation, I don't guess it really, you know... Yeah, it doesn't register. <clears throat> the first time I watched it, I was, like, like I said, I was younger, and I was like, well, I'm going to give it a chance. And I didn't appreciate it like I appreciate it more now. Like, we were talking to Scott the other day about how, like, this movie is shit. Like... Yeah, but if you go into this movie with the perspective that it's not Halloween, I I, I genuinely really like this movie, and the Halloween title does hurt it because if for no other reason than people have an expectation that it can't live up to. She fucking slept in her shoes. <laughs> like I, I just thought about a uh, Fred Flintstone pulling on the the, the <laughs> tail of a <laughs> of a of a bird. I think they uh, they probably these these setups right I, here. Yeah, they, say, they, identical. Yeah, they they probably filmed all this at the same time just to knock it out. Poor man's process. Tommy Tommy Lee Wallace knows how to make a, a low budget movie. Mm. 
Well, you're also a woman and a competent one. <laughs> so, oh, God, we better talk about rape. That's, okay. that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I give you shit because you're, you're talking about an Irish stereotype here. I'm talking about an incompetent woman. Look, she can't even write straight. Stupid bitch. Why she? Why she need a microscope to look at gears and shit that are as big as my hand? The funny fucking thing is, like... He just, like, went to town on that bitch super... Is that a wiretap? It is. It is a wiretap. He went super... He went super... What a dick. That person just cut the truck off. <laughs> That's all... get my thought out. There's too much shit going on. Fucking lucky they wasn't Optimus Prime. The fucking back... Like, he was talking to her like he's, like, he's... I'm assuming he's fucked her before. Oh, he has. And, like, he, he just literally fucked this chick. And then now, like, he was on the phone already making moves to fuck that chick again. Yeah, well, he... You know, it's, a, it's like chess. You gotta plan two moves in advance. <laughs> oh my god, that's a robot fart. Where's <laughs> <laughs> batteries yeah. going? Dead. <laughs> look how racist it is. Seriously, look. I picked up his old old default fast and did 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 did. did. <laughs> I some potatoes. <laughs> oh shit! The military's here. Motherfucker! That he didn't have an accident. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he, he's he's supposed to be a ginger, but they just hired a, a freckled, uh, blonde-haired fella. I'm really glad there's not very many uh, redheads in this movie. That little fucking kid, I swear. He looks like a uh, Scotty Schwartzman. I think it was his name. The kid from the toy. Yes. <laughs> a movie where a black uh, man is uh, sold as a toy. Yes, he a little a, a privileged white boy owns a Negro for for his amusement. Could you imagine? That movie in 2017. I I want them to make remake that movie. Oh God. All right, let's 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 uh, who, let's fan cast it. Who who are we putting in this movie? I was gonna say who who plays Richard Pryor's part? Because that make like it has to be like uh, was it was Kev, what's his name? Uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin it has Hart. to be Kevin Hart. Because <laughs> he's small like a child anyway. So I'm trying to <laughs> I can imagine him getting all exacerbated, you know, because he's oh hell no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> oh man, who would be the rich owner? Oh man, well, <laughs> I was gonna say Donald Trump, but that would rub people the wrong oh. way. <laughs> he'll be out of office soon, so he'll be he'll, he'll be available for for acting gigs. Yeah, for acting gigs. Uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Matt. Um, and uh, I don't know if I don't know if I ever told you about this, but he and I had an idea uh, several years ago for a remake of um, Weekend at Bernie's. With uh, it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> why would you want to remake? No, no, no hear me out, hear me out, because after you hear this casting, you're gonna be like, "That's the greatest fucking idea for a movie ever." It's Paul Rudd, Jason Segel, and Bernie is played by Christopher Walken. <laughs> Tell me that is not the greatest idea for a movie ever. Well, you know my theory on Paul Rudd. Anything Paul yeah, Rudd anything, touches is gold. Except so. for Halloween 6. 
No, even at that. Well, that was his first movie. Yeah, and he's. But it was released after Clueless because the movie took, was had to be reshot so oh, fucking bad. He's he's scarier in that movie than Michael is. His his <laughs> he's his creepy. His fuck, acting yeah. method is like I'm not going to move any muscle in my face. <laughs> And I'm going to mutter every line as if um, it's being whispered in my ear by the devil. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part is like it's in the the theatrical release. I'm so used to watching the producers cut anymore. But like the theatrical release is when he's trying to get Kara out of that fucking room and he's beating the fucking a door with the fire extinguisher. He looks at Michael and he's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck makes you make that face?" Like, I, I, I love that you uh, you you mimed. <laughs> What he's doing on a uh, an auditor oh, an auditory saw. medium. Yeah, but you saw it. I, I saw it. It wasn't very funny, for the record. <laughs> he's just like, it's just the reaction. But I, I, that'd be hilarious to see Weekend at Bernie's. I I, I think that I I with with how they're remaking movies, I I, I mean, well, the way why you, not? The way and Christopher you, Walken will literally do anything. <laughs> he was in Joe Dirt. He was <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. <laughs> Did you ever see Joe Dirt too? Oh my god, <laughs> it's bad it's, it's so bad. Um, but he's uh, he's the highlight of it as as he is in every film. Oh no, don't take that one. It doesn't have a death killing chip in it. Here, you put this one on. It'll scramble your brain. Whoa, it's a mass. It's like I've never experienced anything like having my face covered before. She's dressed like a like a saloon whore from the eighteen hundreds. I, I think they probably said it when we were talking about. Isn't he like a business owner as well? And like he's ordering masks. Is that is that the reason they're there? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to to to, to have tours of uh, random uh, novelty factories. <laughs> like one of those cross like. Why are <laughs> why are all the employee like the male employees of the Silver Shamrock factory dressed like? Paratroopers from like GI Joe. Because they are. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. Uh, they're they're all, they're all dressed like doctors, like this guy walking up the ramp here, or they're dressed like you know in their military fatigues, or business suit, business suit androids, um, drone doctors. Uh, and, uh, he's, he's uh, <laughs> his final final processing. He got that put a uh, thoughts in his head. He had to smell his rag. Mm. That's Linda. No, hold she, on, let me turn. Did you eat a Reese cup? <laughs> Where'd you get that Reese cup from? It's fucking random. They're complimentary. Oh my god. That's a... the sl- they, turned the, him, they turned him off. The... <laughs> no, he's in the sun recharging. <laughs> they're, uh, they're a green company. Yeah, that is definitely a Reese cup. They want to have, they want to have like group sex. Like she's so disappointed. The, the body's willing, but the or the soul is willing, but the body is spongy. Yeah, the the, the standing still like and slightly like, you know what I mean? Like they're they're. They're not like middle of the frame of like you know, the archway or wherever they are. They're standing slightly off kilter. I guess is what I'm trying to say. For whatever reason, that that kind of uh, makes me uh, 
unsettled because they're not uh, they're not uniformed. I guess is what I'm trying to say. This is a stylish tie that guy's got on. He looks like a car salesman. Maybe it's maybe he's a car salesman. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, the her father's car. He, he's here to pick it up to, <laughs> to sell on a lot. Everything ties together. I don't care. Take your clothes off. Is he drinking again? God damn. <laughs> did, he, did he even fucking shower? His hair looks like it, but his dick probably doesn't smell no, like it. No, no, no. He's... He got a tongue bath. That's, that's all he needed. There's a whore rinse around the key areas. Their days are really short in Santa Maria. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of seeing this Ireland uh, poster. This music. I'm dancing. I'm doing it. Just like, what you're <laughs> oh, shit. One more day to Halloween. <clears throat> so, obviously, the, the tune to the the Silver Shamrock song, it's London Bridge is falling down um, because they didn't want to pay, uh, you know, for any kind of uh, rights fees in London Bridge's public domain. So it's a pretty smart way of getting around. So they, I think they recorded it just as sort of a, like, temp music and they ended up keeping it because... Uh... That, that shot right there, it just reminded me of Halloween 2 a little bit, like, the way uh, he walked out of that house is kind of like how, uh, kind of over by the Elrod's house in part two, it just got that vibe of it. I like how little there's little nuances, like you were saying, like watching it now, you kind of see things. Like, tell which one's Dick's with Yeah, because he's a short one. <laughs> yeah. Super nice guy. Uh, I had a chance to meet him a few years ago. And, you know, he living right down the road. Uh, You'd think I would see him a lot more. I mean, so I'm saying that you think you would do more conventions around yeah. this area. Like Fanboy and <clears throat> such. Because he never really goes to Fanboy, does he? I don't think he's ever done Fanboy. I actually know he did. That that um, It was Fanboy Expo Horror Weekend or whatever. It was run by the same people. The, the, uh, the convention that was in Gatlinburg that year that he did. Which that was a big disaster because it was in Gatlinburg and Gatlinburg sucks donkey dicks. Stealth. <laughs> They're very uh, precise drivers. See, I'm oh, see, I'm assuming that she, that, that you know that she's she's human. And now that they have her, they're going to re replace her. This is a just just like a just like a Blade Runner. She's a, she's a replicant. It all ties in. This is the first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a man who's like husband just is like looking for him because he fucked his wife. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. <clears throat> he knows all the tricks because that happens literally every day. It's weird seeing a telephone <laughs> booth to begin with these days. 
he's very agile. Meh. <laughs> I like to think that there's a, uh, a Salvation Army Santa on the on the corner <laughs> making that that ringing bell noise. Slightly fading out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Another robot farted. Oh god, it stinks. <laughs> Smells like the exhaust from a Chevy Impala. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I th- it, and I might be wrong, but I think all of this was. These were all like existing structures. I don't think they built like any sets. I mean, if, if they working on the budget that they have been, it probably was. If, I mean, the, they may have built the set uh, towards the what, what's coming up or where Stonehenge is and all that. But, yeah. I, but I think all of this is uh, just existing structures. And, uh, I mean, if they if they built any of this, I mean, like, I just can't foresee that just because the budget, I'm sure, was very, very low. <clears throat> Relatively. But, um... I think it'd be a nice little uh, nod if they would have had Michael's mask in the background. They don't own the rights, God. That's true. God! Uh, uh. Oh, shit. Nobody locks their fucking door. Unless the frame goes slightly out of focus. It's really sweaty. It's one of those things like you'd never notice on uh, the older, you know, releases of the movie. Especially, because I can tell you probably 90% of the times I've seen this movie was on VHS growing up. And uh, and going to like DVD and then Blu-ray is like a completely different... uh, experience so those little details like you know the beads of sweat on him or you know the seeing things in the background it's it's like seeing a movie completely different eyes especially going from uh from vhs to to it to dvd because uh it was like uh four three you know it was it wasn't widescreen yeah. so it's like holy fuck there's all this shit on the sides that you never saw before. Dick, Dick Warlock can take a punch. Now suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, he's gonna fuck him now. <laughs> I'll beat you in this game. Holy shit. That was a really cool visual. I, the uh, the yellow slime kind of makes me think of uh, the first Phantasm movie. Yes. Fuck my life. I will say uh, the the orange stuff they used in their mouth was orange juice. Fun fact. Well, thank you. I... You sleep at night. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You broke my goddamn robot. <laughs> she was knitting me a sweater. It's gonna be cold this winter. You piece of shit. 
I, one of the one of the few redhead robots um, to uh, Atkins's uh, right way would be his left. They bother me. They genuinely bother me. Like a big ass forehead. Speaking of big ass foreheads, uh, so, uh, on a scale of uh, one to perfect, uh, Miss uh, Jamie Lloyd. Not so much as a as a child, but. Uh, Danielle Harris from uh, four and five. Um, she's perfect, right? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get. Yes. I'm trying to gauge you. Like, yes. where, where is she on the on oh, your pantheon? Oh, of... I, I had a conversation with somebody about this the other day about how, like, even as a kid when I watched the original Halloween four and five, I was like, as a kid, I'm like, like, you know, she's a cute girl. And then like, when I, but I was a kid, so it wasn't creepy. So like. <laughs> But like later on, like she was in like like she was on Roseanne, she was and on then Roseanne. she was on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, mm. and I was like, oh. and then like it all just kept building up, building up, building up, and then like I, I randomly see her in Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I finally saw her tits, and my mind was blown. Yeah, at least by then she had the good sense to to wear uh, bangs swooping across <laughs> her her forehead. It's big enough you could park uh, King Kong's nutsack on there, and there'd still be room to wiggle around. Well, then like then we saw her in, in Hatchet Two and Three. Yeah. And even... Big shout out to Adam Green. Uh, he uh, just in fucking you know uh, secret made uh, the fourth Hatchet movie, and uh, it's gonna be coming out pretty soon. So and love it, that shit. And the crazy thing is, is Danielle Harris is actually the fucking replacement. Yeah. For the character in Part One. You know, I and I, I'm I'm pretty sure I've got my my facts right here that he that somebody had like suggested to get her and he didn't think she would do that it. she would do it and then by the time you know the second movie they were going to do the second movie um, you know Hatchet had a pretty big uh, fan you know uh, support and it had kind of become a oh my god they fixed Dick Warlock they did <laughs> he's right there. There's a whole bunch of dicks. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Daniel Daniel Harris came aboard for the second one. You can actually edit part one and part two together, and literally the only uh, continuity error, like as as far as like uh, them merging into one, because it's part one ends where part two begins, is she goes down in the water, uh, the actress from the first movie, and then Daniel Harris comes up. So it's almost like she. Uh, you know, she emerges. A fucking upgrade, if you ask me. I, I completely agree. You say what you wear about her fucking forehead. She's hot. I don't I, care. I, it's just, just she, more, she, more target era. Everything like, I've ever seen interviews of her do about like any Halloween movies, she kind of comes off as a bitch. I don't know if like... Well, she had a legit stalker. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, she does conventions and stuff now, but for the longest time, like she sort of like lived in fear. But, I mean, the, the guy showed up at her house with a gun. It was like, hey, I'm going to take you away now. Come with me. Yeah. Um, I think you're hot. I think you're hot, Daniel Harris. Not enough to fucking try to kidnap you. Uh, Daniel Harris, if you're listening to this, I would kidnap you. <laughs> I think it might be worth the, uh, the, the, uh, all the butt reaming I would get in, in prison just for one, one shot at that. I don't know, man. It's a lot of butt she, She's, uh, she's married. She has kids now, but she, she's, she's held up pretty damn well. It's a good, Kudos to you, Miss Harris. So, like, catching everybody up real quick, like, they, they have a hunk of Stonehenge. Yeah, because you can just get that shit out of the country. 
I think we've, we've already established that uh, in this world, uh, there's very little security on anything. So I guess just walking up and getting a big slab of stone hinge maybe wouldn't have required much. God, that guy's hair really bothers me. <laughs> the one on the left or right? The one that the one with the looks <laughs> with the fucking darted out lower jaw. Oh, I <laughs> 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 skin's pink. It, it, watching this too, man. Like you get a real vibe of how they wanted to do they live as well. I kind of just with some of the little things I'm seeing. I kind of feel like it's just like they live. Which is a fucking amazing. I movie. I I think it's one of uh, Carpenter's most underrated films. Car- John Carpenter is my favorite director, um, and They Live is amazing uh, as is. But you know, it it's strength uh, that makes it you know worth rewatching is all on Roddy Piper. Yes, fucking love Roddy Piper. Keith David's awesome. Keith, too. Keith David is awesome. Did that fight between Keith David and Roddy <laughs> Piper is one of the most amazing things ever laid to celluloid. Uh, little funny little story, not to get too off topic, but I, I met Ronnie Piper a few years ago, uh, thankfully before he passed away, and you know he's you know he's rattling off you know stories about him and Tommy Rich on uh, Cherokee Lake drinking beer and getting drunk, and, and I'm like speechless because I'm like oh my god this is one of my idols you know Ronnie Piper, and finally uh, you know he signs my signs my picture it's actually up on the wall to the to right here that nobody can see because this is uh, a podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's like, you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I want a picture. And I, and I made the mistake of telling him, I want you to put me in the sleeper. And I'm thinking, like, you know, he's just going to, like, wrap his arms around me. We'll take the picture, and that'll be that. And he tells me as he does it, you know, he's like, now I want you to I want you to tap out when it starts to hurt. And I'm thinking, like, okay, whatever, Mr. Piper. Well, two seconds in, I mean, I almost passed out because he really fucking laid it on me. So I'm like, I can't even, like, with a fury tap at him, like, uh, <laughs> like flailing my hand. <laughs> he gives you a piece of paper to <laughs> sign this waiver. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, the line at that point, you know, there's maybe like 30 people behind me. And as I'm walking out, people were like, was that real? And I'm like, yeah, it was real. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how many people after that were like, Hey, Mr. Piper, put me in the, put me in the sleeper. Settle for a handshake. There's a stupid little ginger-headed fuck gets his gets his comeuppings finally. And the reality is, these what's about to happen? This kid's about to have a fucking seizure. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, your redhead kid's a fucking joke. Sp- speaking of which, how the fuck does a dark-headed woman and a you know. Oh my god. That's great. I'm just saying, the, the parentage of this kid, I think, is in question. Look at that. These the, these two people had a redhead kid. <laughs> Holy fuck, he's vomiting! Crickets! <laughs> if I want crickets, because I imagine crickets were super cheap. Yeah. Oh, those are snakes. We value your business, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, I know your kid was a little fucker, so here you go. I know you this ordered. On the house. I know you ordered a whole bunch of uh, of our product that we, I guess, need you to get to your distributor for sale. Is that a rattlesnake? That is a rattlesnake. Shit. You know, because Ireland's full of rattlesnakes, I guess. That is. Look there. at his fucking shoes. <laughs> oh! I forgot he got bit by the snake. <laughs> Whoa! I like the flux capacitor on the top of the TV. Let's <laughs> set it back to 1985, which would, at that point would have been the future! <laughs> Dude, we've been going back to the future. Yeah, that's true. Man, I don't, I just, uh, after seeing this, I don't know that it's a good idea to go into business with a silver shamrock company. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> I, you were talking like about uh, John Carpenter movies. I always feel like, um, like I, I just recently watched a couple of years ago Prince of Darkness for the first time. Oh my God, you, you never seen? No, Prince of Darkness I didn't. Before? Yeah, like I just, I never really even heard of like I, I'm. Uh, it's. And. It was actually very good. It's it's terrific. Uh, that's another movie where the score is just uh, so memorable. Um, as a kid, which kind of tied into this movie, the 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 lead actor in, in Prince of Darkness, I always thought was Tom Atkins, but he's it's not Tom Atkins. Uh, nobody's Tom Atkins but Tom Atkins. But he's another you know you know guy around the same age, mustache, but he's 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 a Poor substitute. That was a weird costume, by the way. Like a, wearing a Casper dress and a Frankenstein monster mask. It's a super uh, generic. Uh, I just noticed too, like everyone's wearing like the black Landis department yeah, store. I see that. She's white. She's a ballerina, but she's wearing the mask. That's crazy. Now I remember this being in the. This, this shot of the kids actually I think it's reversed where they're going the other way down um, in the in the uh, theatrical trailer now there's a version of the of the movie poster where that's uh, yeah. with them going that, down the that's hill that's the like the poster I've always seen when I was a kid always in like the, the box this right I think it's that, that's, this that's right the shot here. I'm yeah, thinking of yep. so I was wrong I apologize still it's that same Wow, fuck, do you have big hoop earrings? <laughs> you ruined that mask. <laughs> I was going to say, too, like, we, I was like Prince of Darkness, but one movie I watched as a kid, I've always still kind of enjoyed it, was Vampires. John, John Carpenter's Vampires? It's a great movie. I, I really like the first half of that movie. Um, basically, where they're the Ghostbusters equivalent yeah. of vampire hunters. Um, the second half of the movie kind of loses me but I but I love James Woods he's he's legit he's one of my one of my favorite actors and is it a uh, William Baldwin that's in Vampires I think it is yeah, it's hard it's, to keep track it's, it's not it's, it's not, not it's not not Alec and not Billy no no it's it's I think it's Daniel Baldwin it is I think it's Daniel, Daniel Baldwin yeah yeah but it's, it's such a good movie for like a vampire movie like going into it and you see it and you're like oh, did, did you ever see the sequel no, vampires los muertos. It's got John Bon Jovi in it. <laughs> I think I own that movie. I'm not, I'm not even joking. I'll borrow that. I've never seen that one. Like I've seen that first one, but like the whole concept of you know like they're actually like, like they're vampire hunters and stuff. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll watch anything James Woods is in. Anything. Well, what's he gonna get? 
And again, wearing my fucking gloves. Ooh. How do you even know that's charged? <laughs> so it's fucking Santa Claus again. So, so from like a perspective of like how this they were gonna make it almost like a like an origin, like you know, like a, a anthology. Where where do you think they would go after this? Like, what would you? What would your idea of like a Halloween anthology movie? I mean, because to me, like the best Halloween anthology movie right now is Trick or Treat. It's Trick or Treat. It's it's terrific. Um, well, I mean, the series would be an anthology. The the individual movies, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could have done that, where like, you know, one movie had like three or five different stories in it. I mean, obviously, I mean, from a financial standpoint at the time, this movie would have been better off just being released as Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah. But the whole idea of um, every year, every couple of years, there's a, a movie that comes out around Halloween that is, you know, Halloween-based. I, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. So there's, there's a lot of aspects of the holiday that maybe don't get explored. Um, and I love slasher movies. Slasher movies are, you know, are overall probably my favorite things that they've, I've continued from my childhood up until now. Just, I love the gore and the suspense and, you know, seeing somebody get, uh, ramrodded <laughs> real good. Um, but I mean, they could have taken it in a lot of different directions. Like, you know, the the next one could have been like a like a haunted house, like a supernatural movie. The the one after that could have been about you know, fucking you know, pumpkin patch monsters. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of directions they could have they could have took it in. I just there's such a lack of creativity in a lot of movies, and I mean, this was the last. For for my money, the last decade where um, people were original, it was you know, people were doing original things, and we've gotten so hung up on on the mythos of Michael that we you know they were afraid to kind of do different things, and then by the time that they started doing different things, you know, oh let's you know Thorn Cult and. Oh, let's let's have uh, Buster Rhymes and, and and shit like that. It's like too little, too late. And plus, it wasn't done well. I think part six. The main reason part six was so bad was because part five left them in that situation. Yeah, because they left so much shit untied, and they they introduced that Thorn Cult, and uh, they didn't really give a whole lot of explanation for it. And I feel bad that well, Donald Pleasance had to put his name on that. Well, listen, I I I think that part six is better than part five. Oh, I do too. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to mislead anybody into thinking that like, you know, it's, it's the, the biggest piece of shit ever. It, it's not, it, I think overall part six had a really good idea. It just was, you know, studio interference and stuff that, like, that prevented it from being really what it could have been. I, I think if you look at it too, like being able to watch the producer's cut now and the, the quality it's in, it is a hands over foot so much better than the theatrical cut they put out. It made so much. It made so much more sense of some of the stuff that they came up with. I get why they they didn't want to oh. go with it because of the uh, the idea that it wasn't like oh you know in your face. It yeah. was more of a subtle. But that's what the original exactly. Halloween is. And okay, 
I have um, an analogy between it. Halloween to Friday the 13th is sort of like Black Sabbath to Judas Priest. Like, Black Sabbath invented heavy metal. Like, they laid, they laid the groundwork, but you could argue that they, they in themselves were not a metal band. Well, then you have Judas Priest that took everything that Black Sabbath did and they refined it into what became heavy metal. Well, then you've got Halloween. Halloween is not a slasher movie. It's it's a suspenseful, you know, horror film. And but it but it laid so many of the tropes down that when Friday the thirteenth came along it, it stripped away these elements and then added, you know, the gore and yeah. and, and so it's it's really the 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 difference is uh from part one to part two of Halloween was that okay, well we have all these slasher movies that are very popular, so we've got to amp up the gore and stuff. And I think part two has an acceptable level. I think part four has an acceptable level. Then when you get to part five and then they start trying to really uh, go over the top with some of the more ridiculous things, I think that's when the the series kind of gets a little stagnant. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like... I like. I think that's why I'm like my kids even enjoy part four so much, because Kaylin always says she wants to watch Little Jamie, and <laughs> but then we watch. She then she'll say she wants to watch Grown Up Jamie. And we watch part six because we only watch the producers cut in my house. We don't watch the fucking theatrical cut. <laughs> Movies garbage. In my house, we <laughs> only watch the is. producers cut. Well, like, but if you look at the the gore level, is really not that crazy in part four. Um, but like you said, in part five, come on. Come on. He's that good. I read I read it took him like over 40 takes to do that. <laughs> I think in the this right here is that that has got to be a reference to the first Halloween movie. Yeah, the eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, they're not going to lock you in a room and then not lock the door. Like <laughs> Well, they haven't locked any other fucking doors, so why why would he think uh, they would be any different? Uh, I don't think I've made it any any big uh, surprise. I I I really like the Halloween series overall, but my my bread and butter has always been the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I. I'll, I'll cop to the fact that, that Halloween is a better made movie in like in every regard from technical standpoint to acting um, but I really like the original Friday the 13th because it's just it's it's no bullshit it's just you know fun it's just it's an, it's an, it's an easy movie to get in and out of and Halloween is responsible for the slasher boom. But without Friday the 13th sort of, like, connecting the dots, like, you know, we would never have gotten it, Halloween 2 without, it, without it Friday the 13th. It Yeah. Because, I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure even John Carpenter led to the fact that he was the only one to do the first one. He wasn't aiming to do a sequel, which is why he didn't direct part two anyway. Uh, how, do you, how do you think uh, it would have uh, fared? Like, I mean... Do you think like he would have felt the the pressure to you know, to make it more gory and like I mean or, or would it have been something a little more in line with the first first film? <laughs> For the faces of these fucking goons, they're like, duh, he took this off, <laughs> I mean, 
I feel like John Carver's always been the kind of person to be like, fuck you, I don't care. I'm going to do my movie the way I want to make it. I agree. And he would, he would have, he, I don't think he would have succumbed to it. Um, but then again, I did also, you know, you hear that John Carpenter helped write, you know, part two. Uh, oh, he did. Yeah, he and Deborah Hill. So, I mean, he added some of those gorier elements for that. So, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean... Yeah, but that, that that's one thing, though. Like, to write something for someone else and then to actually do it yourself. I, for, I think he would have been a little more restrained if he had been the one, you know, behind the behind the camera. And, and, like, the cool thing, too, is... And I'm not knocking part two. I love part two. The cool thing is, like, you were talking about, like, how, like, Friday the 13th was fun. Well, back then, you didn't have... I mean, we were kids when it came out. I mean, like, we, we weren't... Well, I wasn't born. I know you weren't born. I don't think you were born either. No. I, I was born in 84. So, the, the year... The greatest year in human existence. <laughs> but fucking, like, if you think about it, there wasn't spoilers out there. So, when you went and saw Friday the 13th, you legit didn't know who the fucking yeah, killer was. Exactly. And then, but... I always kind of thought that about the original Halloween, that that shock that you probably saw that Tommy or that uh, Michael was a little boy, that was something they probably could have left out. But if you watch the theatrical trailer, they kind of show you that it was him. Yeah. They should have left that to the imagination of, of like, you know, like the fans going out and seeing it instead of showing that. But like, like you said, like I could understand the fun element of that because, but now you can't do anything like that. That's true. Like everything is ruined. And like I, I know. We're when we're recording this, you know, we're we're in October, early part of October, and in a couple of months, you know, the Last Jedi comes out, and I'm just I'm just waiting for the spoilers to like to come out, and I go into like media block where like I, I won't read anything, and I feel like uh, if anything is going to have any sort of like big revelation movie movie wise, it's going to be this movie, so I'm I'm interested to see uh, how how well Disney can protect, you know, their, their intellectual property, um, you know, from, from spoilers, because if anybody can do it, it'll be the mouse. But, you know, I think, uh, if you put it in terms of, of back then, like movies overall were, were better protected just because, I mean, word of mouth, I mean, obviously, you know, like part two, the revelation, like, oh my God, you know, she's Michael's sister. But, by and large, you know, unless for whatever reason they're telling you on the on the news or they spoil it in the trailer, you're not going to know what happens in the movie until you divvy up the, like, two bucks back then to buy a ticket. And it's funny, uh, we were talking about, like, where they did the switcheroo with the robot. If you look at her face now, you see she really hasn't had a whole lot of emotion to it. Well, that's because he's not inside of her. That's true, too. Like, I, I can only imagine, like... Fucker she- real. <laughs> I can only imagine, like, if you're coming, like, you've seen Halloween 1, you've seen Halloween 2, and then you see the trailer for Halloween 3, and you're like, fucking really fun. That is some top-notch <laughs> Scooby-Doo shit right there. <laughs> but, like, you go see Halloween 3, and, you know, the tagline of Halloween 3 is the night no one came home. So, like, you go, <laughs> that Dick Warlock sure. is God damn Dick sure. Warlock, he's everywhere. And uh, stinky robot farts. You go see this movie and you're like, "What the fuck?" There's no Michael. I, I can see the backlash from it, where people were pissed off. And that, but word of mouth probably hurt its drawing power because of yeah. that. Yeah, I think he, I think he did pretty well its first weekend, and then it had an immediate drop off. Um, you know, the second and third weekend. But like, in your opinion, like I've read things where Danny McBride is they're stepping in to start working on Halloween. I guess it's technically going to be Halloween three. 
Because from what I'm hearing is that it's supposed to pick up right after Halloween 2. Well, here's the thing. If if Jamie Lee Curtis is on board with this movie, there's no way it can really no. pick up after the events of Part 2. Now, if they want to do like 30 years later, 40 years later, whatever, then okay, fine. Um, but still, it's it's disregarding the continuity of the previous films that had a film that disregarded the previous films with Jamie Lee Curtis, and then we've had two, you know, reboots. So it's just sort of confusing uh, to, to jump back into well, that, uh, a, another continuity. I'm all for them sort of uh, going back to the roots because I think they've really gotten really far off track. Um, where I'll defend Rob Zombie's Halloween to a point, I, I think it did something different, but it was sort of like a necessity, I guess, at this point. After doing, you know, nine, ten movies, I mean, what ground really is there to cover other than just retreading the same thing? Yeah. I don't like the whole redneck family no. cursing bullshit. And then the second movie, uh, wow, uh, what a... The whole white horse thing which I'm convinced that that he fucking he fucking stole that from there's one part in Twin Peaks and I guarantee you that that uh that Mr. Zombie saw that and was like well I'm gonna write an entire fucking movie around this one you know scene that has nothing to do with anything I guarantee you that's the origin of the whole white horse thing I lay my claim to it I was I was so hopeful because I actually I enjoy I know some people don't I enjoy The Devil's Rejects Oh, I fucking love it. It's, it's a great movie. And, and that goes back to me watching House of a Thousand Corpses and it just being like a fucking weird-ass movie to me. Like, it's just all over the fucking place. Uh, but watching The Devil's Rejects, I actually got to see it like in theaters, and it was fucking awesome. I loved it. And like I was so hopeful that the Halloween movies would be like that. And I gave I gave it a chance. And it was okay. Part 2, his part 2... <laughs> orange juice. But his part 2 movie, is just it's so fucking hard to watch. Well, and I don't want to defend it too much, but it, it was a victim of circumstance in that they had filmed a good chunk of the movie, and then they took uh, the film through like uh, an airport, and they ruined the film because they they X-rayed it. So all of those negatives got destroyed. So they had to like kind of scramble and reshoot some things and kind of patch some things in. That being said, I still don't think that he had a strong enough idea to uh, to make it work. He, he thought he had an idea, but really it was just, uh, let's just do a bunch of bullshit and vague bullshit. He basically wanted to make a Twin Peaks movie, and um, he, he severely failed. Oh, there, Mr. Cochran, you know, he's showing his approval. He knows he's been bested by the, the mustache of uh, all mustaches. Got a love... 1980s optical effects. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> now he's Skeletor. Boop. Got you. Look at that. Look, he took a piece of paper and etched him <laughs> on there. <laughs> oh, shit. Ruined all those masks. That would probably sell in the secondary market for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Look at that special effects in the sky. That's amazing. <laughs> See, like the funny no, thing. No, that's actually just probably California on fire. <laughs> You're not wrong. Probably is. And the funny thing is, like, we were still talking, like, you've still yet to hear her talk yeah. or anything. And, like, I've never, you know, paid attention to that. Well, you can't see it, but her mouth is full of something right now. 
Beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> She's trying to process everything. Like, she always looks confused. From, from your perspective, though, if you were to take, you know, Halloween 2 ends with, you know, there's that big explosion, you, and, and then you kind of assume Michael's dead, you assume Dr. Loomis is dead, and Jamie's escaping, and then there's you know, the TV cut where it's her and, is it uh, Jimmy? Her and Jimmy? Oh, uh, it's, sure, it's certainly not Ben Tramer. <laughs> He's fucking dead. Like, I, where, where would, where would you possibly go from that point? Well, I mean, I guess four. What they did in four was sort of a logical, like if you're a continuation of the story. You know, Michael has been laid up in, you know, in a coma on a bed for all this time, and. See her hand there. Uh-huh. I find it odd that his trunk popped open. <coughs> yeah, it's usually the women's trunks that <laughs> pop open when they're and near her arm. Put that grip where it counts, baby. <laughs> I love you. Just trick me one more time. Cut off my blood but flow. Th- it makes me wonder in this situation what actually happened. To her, mm-hmm. it's like a bean with it. <laughs> did, he, did he just roar like a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, after all this, you know, we kind of have this last stretch of the movie where it's uh, him against the clock trying to to get to a phone which in of itself I, I would argue doesn't make a lot of sense because I mean he's like calling different like radio like a radio station but uh, television stations and like what does he hope to accomplish I mean I yeah. guess in his mind I, I'm wondering because if he's and they don't really, did they really say how far away uh, they actually were from like their home his home yeah. Maybe his mind is he's trying to save his kids yeah. at the very Oh, end. no, he, he, he doesn't care about his <laughs> kids. <laughs> he hopes his, his ex-wife gets uh, bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah, well. Oh, man, look at that grip. Yeah. Like I said, it makes you wonder where her, where her actually, like, her body is. Did they replicate her? Did they turn her into that? Like. Uh, I tell you where her body was, all over his face. <laughs> Jesus <My> Christ! God, <laughs> it's like overkill. It really is. Oh, oh, oh God! Shit, he's he's using the neck hole right now. I wonder if he was wearing corduroy pants, and he was. <laughs> Goddamn, so tight. Oh, of course he is. He likes the way it feels. We already established he's not wearing any underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at that ass on that guy. Now, I, I bet he works out. It gives me hope, though. Like I'm seeing people like Danny McBride trying to back Halloween. That makes me feel like that he was a fan. When I first, okay, a uh, little story. Uh, me and our, our friend Scott, we we were in Nashville. We're going to a, an Uli John Roth concert, and uh, we're at this place. 
uh, food court in the mall getting food, and like randomly he's on his phone and he's like, "Who's Danny McBride?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know the guy from uh, This Is the End and you know Kenny fucking Powers." And he's like, "Well, he's writing the next Halloween movie." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and it was like a like a genuine shock. Like, what the fuck does this one have to do with the other? But from what I've heard, he's a really big fan. So I mean, I'm I'm open to the to the idea of it. He's got a nice smile. Who, who takes their kids to a random yeah, gas station? Yeah, stop at a gas station. In the middle of fucking nowhere. And what, what incentive do they have to, like, take him at his word? Like, okay, okay dude. Um, you have no evidence. We're going to, uh... Because they'd be getting in trouble with their, uh, with the with the advertisers. Like if they they paid money yeah, to like put this on here, and then they got some crackpot some dog, up, yeah. like, oh my god, the mask are gonna make snakes crawl out of your kids' eyes. I do love that this movie doesn't have a a happy ending. Yeah, so. <laughs> I want that as a, a message tone. <laughs> Stop it! Tommy Lee Wallace talked about like how that like literally is how he wanted to end the movie because that's very similar to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. And like overall, like you actually... little little buddy, Bradley Schuster. Well, he is Jewish. Yeah. Like, it's it's a good movie. Like you said, if you go into this with the perspective that this is not a Halloween Michael Myers movie that this is going to be a sci-fi movie. It's a pretty damn good movie. I agree. I I think for my money, like, uh, with the exception of part four, this, uh, and two, I'm not counting, because one yeah. and two, I kind of hold it as, they're, they're bookends, and they, they go hand together. You can't watch part one without part two. Um, but of the sequels, I, three and four, for my money, have the most replay value. And during Halloween time, I always find myself wanting to watch this movie more so um, just because it I don't know it puts me in the, the Halloween spirit yeah and that's the one that when I even growing up I always felt like they never wanted to play Halloween 1 and 2 on TV but they'll play the shit out of 4 and 5 yeah they will so I think that's the one reason why I enjoy 4 so much even though I've owned all of them no matter when they're on TV I still fucking watch them but like, just being with my kids and like letting them watch part 4 and I'm, I mean, I'm one of those parents. I mean, they're not scared of it. They, they enjoy watching. They get the entertainment value out of it. They understand it's not real. <laughs> but watching part four, um, I almost feel like part four goes by way too fast. Like, if you watch part four from beginning to end, the story evolves so quickly that you just really get into it, and then it's fucking over. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I kind of feel like that about Hall the original Halloween, because this past year, I went and watched Halloween in theaters again. I, I've uh, been lucky enough to uh, actually I've uh, seen it in the theater and it, as well. It, it's the same way. Like you get right into it and then it fucking ends. Yeah. And you're like it, it, it. The pace is a uh, very, uh, very. It's very well timed. Um, which, which in a lot of ways, like if you if you really like break it down, there's a lot of like long shots of you know of just setting up the yeah. suspense. But you get so immersed in the in the world and the characters that. Uh, that it, it feels like it goes by a lot quicker than it does. Yeah, see, Halloween Mask created by Don Post. That's crazy. And it, it's the same thing, too, about, like, uh, going through and watching 
um, H2O. I feel like H2O is a very well-paced movie, um, uh, but I feel like it's paced better. Like, I mean, like the score is shit. It is shit. And like they, like I said, if you guys ever get a chance, watch the 25 Years of Terror, uh, the documentary. Which I wish they would finally do a Crystal Lake Memories esque and night or a, a Never Sleep Again yeah. kind of documentary on the Halloween series because. The 25 Years of Terror. Well, Daniel Farron's the guy who directed Part 6 was the guy who uh, who did that, um, Crystal Lake Memories. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's very possible. Well, I think we're going to wrap things up. That was uh, Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. Uh, uh, right before we uh, say our last words here, um, I know you've got uh, some uh, a big show coming up. You want to plug it real quick? Yeah, man. That's awesome. I know you hate Joey Ryan so fucking much. I, I, but fucking, you... <laughs> I fucking do. But I will say here tell you, he's one of the nicest fucking guys I've ever met. Oh, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's killing the business, but... Yeah, for... I mean, some, I mean imagine most of the people that listen to the show know <laughs> kind of who I am. Um, but we have a big show in Newport, a big professional wrestling show, and it's called uh, Nightmare on Armory Road. Um, I actually wanted to call it... Uh, it was going to be a Scooby, Scooby-Doo-esque title, <laughs> and... Well, how fitting that Joey Ryan would be on this oh, show. I'm I'll, to, I'll shut up. I'm just trying to think what, what, what the idea I had for it was. It was, uh, I would have gotten away with it too if it wouldn't been for them pesky kids. Was the name of the show I wanted to call it. Because <laughs> we wanted something fucking like, stupid crazy. Yeah. But we just went with like generic Nightmare on Armory Road. But we have a big show. We have uh, Shane Strickland, Matt Cross, uh, the Lucha Brothers, which is Pentagon Jr. And uh, Phoenix from Lucha Underground. Uh, the boys, who were just the six-man tag team champions with the fucking amazing Dalton Castle. Yeah, Dalton Castle's awesome. I'll, um, I'll, I'll give it to him. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, we have just, it's a stacked show. I mean, we have Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, if you guys ever watched the Cruiserweight Classic or any New Japan stuff, Zack Sabre Jr. is a fucking amazing, and um, I'm really excited to finally... It's been a year in the making trying to get him to our show. Um, but yeah, guys, come check it out. It's only 15 bucks. I mean... Hand jobs usually cost more than that. Yeah, usually, depending on where you get them, how for the duration of uh, how long you get your your uh, tallywhacker so knocked around. Tom Atkins, then. Oh man, <laughs> well, he doesn't use his hands. He's all mustache, baby. All right, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us, guys. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll be back next month with another exciting commentary.